You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Hey, this is Drew Dixon from Explore the Bible Students, and we're in our spring study of First and Second Thessalonians. We find ourselves in First Thessalonians 3, verses 4 through 13, and our title of this session is called Comfort in Trials, and our central truth is this, encouragement from fellow believers can renew weary hearts. So we're going to talk about difficulty, about trials. Paul faced a lot of them. Um, the church at Thessalonica faced trials. Uh, there was a more severe, I would say, persecution of the Christian church in, um, you know, in Paul's day and the places he ministered to than there is here today. But that doesn't mean that your students don't face trials or don't face difficulty or don't face suffering. Everyone does. And all Christians will be persecuted on some level, even if it's, even if it's minor. And it all matters. It all matters to God. And God has a design for all of it. It's all part of his plan of making us more like Jesus. Additionally, um, the suffering that we undergo in this life um, is, is in some sense, preparation for the next. And it's one of the ways we identify with Jesus. Um, but here's the difference between how we suffer versus how everyone else uh, in the world, uh, pe- people outside of Jesus suffer. We suffer with hope. We suffer knowing that um, it's not the end of the story. Um, this isn't, uh, and, and there's a design, while there is a design to the suffering that we undergo, it's not something that we'll always be able to see or understand. We may never completely, we may never completely understand this side of eternity, at least, why we had to suffer, why we had to go through difficulty, why we had to face various trials. But what we can know is that, um, yeah, it's not the end of the story, that there is a good and bright future planned by our God for all who trust in him. And so, um, yeah, I just want to point out a few things from the leader guide that I think might encourage you. One is this history note on page 36. It says, um, you know, what was Paul's experience of suffering? What did he, how did he endure? And you don't have to go very far into, far into Paul's letters to realize that he suffered a lot. Uh, this letter to the Thessalonians was likely from an earlier point in his ministry, but he would continue to know affliction for the rest of his days. Um, he would endure multiple imprisonments, beatings, torture, shipwrecks, danger at every turn. You can read about some of his persecutions in 1 Corinthians 11, 16 through 33. He would eventually be martyred for his faith. He never allowed these experiences, though, to make him prideful, but they meant that he knew better than anyone the value of community and the power of upholding a brother or sister in the faith when they're weak. Only by God's grace and the support of faithful co-laborers could Paul endure. So here's what I think, one of the things you need to impress to your students, because this is one of the messages of 1 Thessalonians, is that, yes, suffering is a part of the Christian life, but no, you're never meant to suffer alone. Now, of course, we can talk about, and it's really important to talk about, how God is always with us all the time. And as a follower of Jesus, you are um, indwelt by the Holy Spirit, and so you're never alone because God is with you in that suffering. That's super important. But another way in which God has intended us to not be alone in suffering is to know that we have brothers and sisters in Christ who are enduring the same kinds of things throughout the world. Um, And to know that we have brothers and sisters in Christ that when we're suffering, they're praying for us. They care about us. They're there for us. They're willing to talk to us. Um, One of the worst things we can do, I think, sometimes as followers of Jesus for in terms of our spiritual health is is given to this idea that we're alone. and to think that we're the only ones living for Jesus, which just isn't true. Um, Elijah, at one point in his ministry, felt that way. He's like, you know, got really upset at God. He's like, God, I'm the only one that hasn't bowed the knee to Baal. And God's like, actually, I have 4,000 people who haven't. You just don't realize it. Like, So um, don't think that you're on your own. 
don't give into this idea that no one's with you, no one's behind you, no one's helping you, no one's there for you. Because the very fact that you're teaching a group, uh, that you're involved in a church, is probably evidence that God has put people around you to help you grow. So I want to point out another feature in the later guide. It's the Be Vulnerable note on page 37. It says, Has there been a time when you struggled in your faith because you felt alone or weighed down? Consider sharing with your students about that experience. Even sharing about times when you have felt alone um, can encourage others who are feeling the same way. How did you get out of that? How did you realize you weren't actually alone? Um, there are students, there are definitely students in your group who feel very alone at this point in their life. Um, maybe it's because of a relationship that failed or who knows what it is. But help them to see that they're not alone that God is with them, and that God has placed people around them to help them walk with Jesus and to live for his kingdom and his glory. Um, you're not alone. God has put people around you to help you grow. More than that, he's given you a spirit. We, uh, we do not suffer without hope. We have a firm hope. And um, God's placed people around us to help us understand that hope and live it out. Let's do that. Thanks for your time. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com.